Dominus Vobiscum. Lexio Sancti Evangelii Secundum Lucam. Once when Jesus was praying in solitude and the disciples were with him, he asked them, Who do the crowds say that I am? They said in reply, John the Baptist, others Elijah, still others, one of the ancient prophets has arisen. Then he said to them, but who do you say that I am? Peter said in reply, the Christ of God. He rebuked them and directed them not to tell this to anyone. He said, The Son of Man must suffer greatly and be rejected by the elders, the chief priests, and the scribes, and be killed, and on the third day be raised. Verbum Domini. <clears throat> Today is the memorial of St. Vincent de Paul. He's a French saint born in the 17th century. He's known as the a patron of Catholic charities for his apostolic work among the poor and the marginalized. There's one in Colman uh, next door to the Sacred Heart Church, uh, St. Vincent de Paul Society, one of the uh, Catholic charities who help the poor and the marginalized. It's also a place where we can go bring our uh, old clothing or material things uh, to help others uh, in need. I personally have gone there several times uh, to give away clothing where it's been sitting in a closet for a while collecting dust when others could benefit from them. And he's also known as the co-founder of the Daughters of Charity and the other co-founder being St. Uh, Louis de Merlac they both founded this religious order in order to extend the care of the poor and the marginalized. And besides being the patron of St. Vincent de Paul Society and the co-founder of the Daughters of Charity, he's also the founder of the Congregation of Missions. We don't typically know that name. We know the name by calling them Vincentian priests or Vincentians, and they belong to the Congregation of Missions, again, which was founded by St. Vincent de Paul, and these priests are specifically sent to bring Christ to uh, rural uh, populations. Just to think about, you know, his role in these three areas, I cannot imagine his workload 
during his lifetime, not only carrying out his typical regular priestly responsibilities of founding the two orders I mentioned earlier, and all have this special emphasis, special focus on the poor and the marginalized, it's, you know, just think about that. It sounds like, for him, it sounds like busy, busy, busy. You know, a, a heavy workload that he probably have in his daily schedule. Very inspiring to learn of his zeal to bring Christ to others and to work untiringly for the kingdom of God. It's a special gift, it's a special grace he received from the Lord. We may ask ourselves a question, was he always like that? Was he always like that? Was he, was he a natural born worker for Christ? Was he always zealous, worked so hard in these areas? We may want to say, yes, he was always like that. We may want to say, yes, he was a natural-born worker for Christ, have a lots of zeal and so forth. But the opposite is, is the truth. And he was, he was known to be content with unchallenging, leisurely life. That's right. He was like that. He was content with an unchallenging, leisurely life as a priest. It was said that for the first 10 years of his priesthood, he was quite content with a quiet and peaceful life. And, you know, his uh, early years in his priestly life, he was known to uh, help with many uh, families who are very rich. So you get a sense, you, have, you get the imagination that he was provided very well by these rich families. So just like every one of us, that would be something good. That would be something, um, you know, that we would like. And so again, he was quite content with that kind of peaceful life being provided for uh, that the church provided for his needs and the church protected him from uncomfortable challenges. And it was not until he came under the influence of the saintly father Pierre de Berule, as another saint, this holy priest helped him become more aware of the needs of the poor and of, calling, of a calling from God to work among them, and that is what St. Vincent did for the remainder of his life. It's kind of like he had a call within a call. You know, he realized a call within a call. The priest who had sought a life of comfort, a life of ease, found instead one of hard work and service, and in the process discovered a purpose and a joy beyond his imagining. And St. Vincent really followed the same path that Christ himself walked on in life, as the gospel tells us this morning. The Son of Man must suffer greatly. 
and be rejected and be killed. That's a hard path. I mean, you can't, you know, you don't, I mean, that's the realistic of Christ's life that he chose to follow that path. To suffer greatly. I think it was Bishop Sheen that coined the phrase, there's only one who is born to die. That's what Christ's purpose is, born to die, born to give his life for us all, give his life as a ransom for many as the uh, gospel acclamation for today. He came to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many. Again, this is a hard path, a harder path to go through than just skip that part and have the glory God has from all eternity. We all like comfort. We all like peaceful and quiet life, just like St. Vincent de Paul. We all prefer for our world to be peaceful, to be harmony with one another. And we all want to be in heaven. We all want to have this glory that God is preparing for us, but we don't want to deal with this earthly trial, cross sufferings and hardships and challenges. No one like that. We all want that glory Christ promises we would gain at the end of life, but not one of us like to go through hardships. Again, St. Vincent de Paul's life shows, uh, shows how he's like most of us, like quiet and peaceful life. Like St. Vincent, often God calls us within the call we have that Maybe to do specific things. Maybe we've given specific thing. Maybe to be more this way or that way. Ultimately, be more Christ-like. You know, again, this call within a call, vocation within a vocation, specific mission, specific task, and so forth. And regardless where we are in our state of life, whether priests priesthood or religious life, contemplative life or married life or single or widow, whatever we find ourselves in, sometimes, oftentimes, God calls us within the call we are in. Of course, ultimately, the call to holiness, this universal call to holiness. But then going to that, there's specific path that God chose us specifically to go this one path that he doesn't call anybody else except us individually. You know, maybe to lead the monastery or maybe lead to some sort of uh, whatever that the Lord calls us, you know, to go to in this path. That it's not an easy thing that maybe it's not natural for us to choose that path, but the Lord calls us to that path. Again, the Son of Man came to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many. St. Vincent de Paul gave his life by following Christ in, in the priesthood, and yet his call did not end there. He had a call within a call, as I mentioned. Remaining in his priesthood, he was called to give his life further, for the poor, 
for the marginalized. So for St. Vincent, answering Christ's question this morning, who do you say that I am? Who do you say that I am? He would say, you are the Christ who came to serve and to give your life as a ransom for me and for many, and I will follow you. That's what St. Vincent would say. What do we say? How are we going to respond? What do we respond to Christ's question this morning? Who do you say that I am? Who do you say that I am?